Friends, the Shabbat before Purim, which is this Shabbat, has a special name in the Jewish calendar or in the rabbinic tradition. It's called Shabbat Zachor, the Shabbat of remember, the command to remember. And it comes from an additional piece of Torah that's read in traditional synagogues. You might know it as the Maftir if you grew up in one of those synagogues. A selection from Deuteronomy that says, Remember what Amalek did to you. Who's Amalek? What did they do to us? Well, in Exodus, after we come out of Egypt, really very soon after we crossed the sea, crossed through the sea and became a free people, there was this tribe of no goodniks named Amalek who, as the Torah relates, came up from behind and attacked us, attacked the stragglers, the weakest among us. Remember, there's this huge group of people schlepping through the desert. Whoever was last in line, they were the ones who were attacked by Amalek. In fact, the Torah says, Amalek attacked you when you were weary and worn out. Those who struggled behind... And here's the catch, or here's the key. Because Amalek had no fear of God. That's what the Torah says. It is Shabbat Zahor, the Shabbat of remembrance. But in a lot of ways, it's also the Shabbat of fear, isn't it? So I want to speak this evening about this fear, this concern that has become a daily presence in our lives. It's especially powerful to fear something that we can't see and we can't sense. Fear, as many of us know, can be used to justify anything. Those who are scared will use fear to justify any action. We especially saw that after 9-11. The Patriot Act, foreign invasions. In fact, the campaign of Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who dropped out of the race this week, was dogged from the beginning of allegations that the New York police department infiltrated Muslim groups solely out of fear. There was no need. There was no necessity. There was no cause. Uncertainty makes us afraid. There's no question. But there are a lot of questions that we have still tonight. How bad will it get? How much will it change my life? How do we keep ourselves and our families safe? I don't have answers. We don't have answers. And perhaps that makes us all the more afraid. Let's acknowledge tonight how difficult it is to live life with such uncertainty. And I'll suggest that the verse that I just quoted about Amalek, that Amalek had no fear of God, can actually perhaps 
help us a little bit. The Torah says of Amalek, Lo yare Elohim. And that word yare is a fascinating word in the Torah. Fascinating. Because its multiplicity of meanings goes much farther than the English word fear. So I'll give you two examples. The high holidays. Sometimes in English we call them the days of awe. Where does that word come from, those, or that terminology, that, the days of awe? It comes from the traditional rabbinic name for the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Yamim HaNoraim. It is the same Hebrew word. It doesn't quite sound like it, but trust me, it's the same Hebrew word as the word that is used for Amalek, not fearing God. So what does that mean? The high holidays are supposed to be the days of fear? No, we translate it differently, the days of awe. Hmm. And then in Leviticus, in the Holiness Code, Leviticus 19, which is in some ways a restatement of the Ten Commandments. It doesn't state the commandment about your parents the way they are behind me, which is the commandments from Exodus, that you should honor your father and mother. It says, Ish imo va'aviv tira'u. We should each, our mother and our father, what? Fear? Have awe for? Respect? As Exodus says. How should we feel? How should we behave? How should we act toward our parents? That word, that Hebrew word, yirah, encompasses it all. Yes, we should have perhaps a little bit of fear of our parents, certainly love for, certainly awe for, certainly respect for our parents. There is no one easy definition of this word that we so easily sometimes, so, so cavalierly sometimes translate as fear. In the Torah, in Hebrew, awe, respect, love, Fear are all wrapped up together. All wrapped up together. There's a story about Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, who was really one of the great rabbis of all time. He lived about 2,000 years ago at the time of the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans, the destruction of the temple. He was the leader of the whole Jewish community at the time, or well, the rabbinic Jewish community at the time. And the story is that when he was on his deathbed, his students all gathered around, and they said, oh, great rabbi, please give us a blessing. He said this, may you, yirah, may you fear, respect, love, God, as much as you, yirah, fear, respect, love, fellow human beings. The students were confused. What, we should only think about God in the way we think about human beings? And Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said, ah, oh, if only. Because when a person is about to do something wrong, when a person is about to sin, we each look around and we say, gee, I hope no one sees me. We don't think about God 
seeing us. Our relationship to God should be one of fear and love and awe and respect. Fear should always be combined with those others, not stand alone. Because fear by itself, not only is it scary, it could be dangerous. So, on this Shabbat, I would ask that we respect, that we respect something that is legitimately dangerous, that we have awe for human resilience and ingenuity, and that we love one another perhaps just from a little bit farther away. (laughs) Because we really need it. We really need it. And that when we're a little scared, we take a little bit of respect, awe, and love along with us on the journey. Kei nihiratzon. May it be so.